Checking. Check. Checking check. my check. Checking check. my wreck. Check, check. Chicken. Checking my chicken. Checking my chicken. Checking. 
<laughs> it's gonna be the rest of the show today, guys. Check welcome out. to Tango Cafe Takeout. <laughs> you know, ironically enough, it's number forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that. <laughs> we should have just skipped this number and went straight to 46 today. Holy shit. We should have skipped 45. <laughs> that is so true. Shit. I'm so oh, sorry we didn't think about wow. that. Wow. Wow. That would have been amazing. We need to change that. 45 changed into 46 right now. Oh, well. Oh, well. What That's a day. Hilarious. How are you doing? I'm good. Very good. Went to the gym again. Had a nice workout. Did some climbing. And uh, getting back into my Spanish. Good. Hmm? Good. Uh, I've been back on my aerial every day. That's good. Upside down every day. So last week we started... We were talking, I don't know how we got into it, um, about practicing, right? April asked a good question. That's how we got into it. And um, so I thought, well, it was probably the first time, at least I remember, that you and I just chatted about something Tango-related when, when the show started. Yes. Normally, we talk about other silly stuff. And um, I had another question to start the show off with, and it's a pretty easy question. I'm curious what our listeners think, too. Um, so we have this culture in tango where men ask women and the cabaseo is the way to do it. And I think a lot of it goes back to the history of how, you know, the dance started from the stories we heard, especially from like Nito and Elba's generation where the men would stand in the middle and the ladies would come in with their moms and sit around the circle. And there was a very, also just a very chauvinistic era, um, well, but I'm curious. Was also, more than chauvinistic, I think that was also a different way of like socializing men and women uh, because of the upbringing of. Also, I think there was like the a bit more suppression with sexuality and stuff. So, mm -hmm. no. Maybe so it's sort of created. It's created Sorry, this yeah. kind of world we live in now, where it makes it very hard for women to say no in certain communities and certain countries. And, and men are always afraid to, to ask, I think a lot of times, um, unless they're kind of known in the community. So my, my question sort of um, comment discussion piece is if tango were different, if both people were accustomed to asking and declining, do you think it would be easier for, people to ask because they would understand what it feels like to be said no to? Do you think there'd be people would be less offended when they, when somebody said no to them? And do you think people would be less afraid to say no in response? Or do you, th you know, I'm curious what you think of that. I, I think that's definitely would be for a lot less pressure for both roles mm -hmm. of asking or being asked. Uh, I agree that I think uh, it might be easier to ask and it might be easier to say no. I totally agree because like if you get used to not feeling bad that someone said no and that just is part of the thing a lot more, I think it will be easier to say no and then 
uh, I think it could also create moments where you say no less because you you know yourself when you ask it like it's maybe you say no less to people that you say no to now because you might be like you know what I need to dance with more people like I, I think it could also increase that I, I don't know if I made any sense um, I mean kind of I'm, I'm also reading away the arrogance well, I was also reading Potato's comment about how she said it's much easier for me to ask with body language. And I'm not saying we would get rid of the Marada or Cabaseo. And I do agree that women do ask through that as well. Um, yes. But I'm speaking more in like small communities where you go and, and that's not used very often. It's not really taught. Um, and men just walk over and ask a woman to dance. And, and then she feels obligated because, you know, you know, the situation and... Maybe she doesn't want to offend him. And I mean, I'm just speaking. This question is coming out of like a reference of like a lot of feedback and comments that I've heard over the years going to these communities, whether as a teacher or as a dancer. Mm -hmm. um, and this conversation coming up a lot. And I was just thinking to myself, you know, if we've been talking on the show and, and Marcelo's called in many times about this topic because he does his Tango Spheres mm -hmm. uh, thing about, you know, as we're on this break, we're all like having conversations to see how we can change the culture to sort of catch up with the times. And it just got me thinking about like, yeah, if, if, if we both were active participants in asking, because right now it's like the men are generally active and the women have an active role in, in participating in the sense that they're receptive to it. Um, and some of us are, some women are more active, you know, that's fine. But um, I just think it, we might understand the situation better from having experienced both roles more that, you know, I wouldn't be so offended if I asked a woman to dance and she said no, because I get asked all the time and I also say no a lot. But I've never been in that situation so much because I don't, it doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, how do you feel as a man when you're asked and do you ever say no? I, I think that's even harder to say no. Well, again, it, that's so because we're not used to it, it almost feels obligatory. Like, oh, well, this woman, you know, maybe it took her a while to, to come up. Maybe she's a, maybe she's like potato poodle and she's throws caution to the wind and she doesn't care. <laughs> or, you know, I'm just kidding. But like, or maybe it took her a while to work up the, um, the nerve. And I don't know. So some, a lot of things go through my head when somebody actually asks me. And usually I say yes, because, because I, I'm not used to being asked maybe and, and, and I'm kind of flattered and, and, you know, certain things like that. But then also if it's, you know, redundant and it's always the same person and we've danced once or twice and it's like, okay, now you think like, I'm always going to say yes, that's another conversation. But, but, um, so yes, I, a short answer to a long answer is yes, I say yes. Um, I generally say yes. Um, uh -huh. but I have said no, if I'm just not, you know, if my back hurts or if I'm just not feeling, in the you know state of mind i think the burden is a little bit on the guy i guess because one could say the burden is on the leader because he's leading to the music but i kind of i kind of think that's can be debunked quite easily as well yeah i mean i don't know like it, it definitely would be um sorry i got distracted because our guest is like trying to Get hold of the link. <laughs> I thought I sent it. Um, 
sorry, what were you last saying? I like debunked your conversation here for a second. Sorry about that, Adam. Uh, I was asking if you like all beef hot dogs or if you like a mixture with like pork and tofu. <laughs> I know that's not what you were saying. <laughs> no, I was I was saying that, you know, having well, I said many things, so I'm not sure which was the one I ended with. Potato, how are you? Welcome. Just just the last good. last sentence. You? Oh, good. Wow. I'm glad Potato jumped in so that I can Potato Poodle. We call her everything <laughs> but her name. Um, so I can catch up with the conversation here as well. No, I like it. I um I definitely go hunting with my eyes and with uh slightly excessive Murata and body language. And I've had people, I've had people like come over to me or motion me over just to tell me no. <laughs> so I definitely think that uh, if you're willing to say no, especially if it's Milonga. I don't know why there's so many leads who are hesitant about Milonga. Um, well, as, as a leader, I'll tell you that there's just as many followers who are hesitant. Uh -huh. I think um, I and I have I I joke when I dance when I actually get a woman or a follower to agree that I mean obviously if I know the person we will we'll both be like yeah Milongo we love dancing with each other we know that okay blah 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 but maybe I'll dance like one is I I don't I won't say her name Chico but your friend who lives in Newark you know she's like oh I don't you know every time I dance Milongo with somebody the leader tells me I don't dance Milongo well and I was like well you just haven't danced it with a good leader. You know, <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> and then we dance the tanda, and I, you know, I just play around with me longer. I don't, you know, and, and at the end, she's like, Oh, maybe, maybe I am okay at this. So, my, my point is, is like, I, I didn't mean to brag about myself, but I think so many people have had bad experiences dancing me longer that they just opt to sit out. Hmm. And if people, hmm. and my, my, now my little guidance on that is if people just did less, um, they might not terrify their partners as much, whether it's leader to follower, follower to leader, either way. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I find that women and, or followers uh, are just as reluctant, I think, as, as leaders are. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And I mean, I always um, get like a really nice response when I do a mirada and like it's, uh, like Adam said, I also feel like it's not taught as much as Cabaseo. And um, and I think, like, it took me years to understand how a Mirada works without also feeling like I'm over-exerting to get a dance. But um, mm. that there is a way I'm of doing that. And I think, like... If it was done more, there would definitely be less pressure on both roles. I really believe that. Good question, Adam. How about you, Potato? I'm, I'm what do you think? This a lot. I'm in a rambling mood too, actually. That's why I lost my. <laughs> when you when you when you got distracted texting or whatever to help our guests call in or, or get on, I was rambling so much I forgot my ramble. That's why I couldn't <laughs> come back to the conversation. I, I actually lost I, my train of thought. I was just rambling. <laughs> I thought I could keep track of both, but at one point I lost track of you because I was like, oh, shit, now I found the link. Anyway, so what do you think? Yeah, you're actually... Well, you pulled me out of my shyness. Yes. Now, is this your first um, time calling? 
it is i it's think it's absolutely my first time caller first time caller long time listener true very true well, so we haven't heard your voice since like april may march and yet i hear your voices every week well, we feel your presence <laughs> your, your, your presence exudes through the the, the texting on the, the chat here so yeah. one funny story Udo, when we would go to argentina and i would get like a lot when i would sometimes get an eye contact from a leader that i really wanted to dance with and i would look for a while and then they wouldn't ask, and I'd be like, what the fuck? This is so weird. Didn't realize, like, when they looked that I could have made the ge gesture is up to both of us now. But I always thought the gesture, gesture also needs to come from them and thinking like they're, I've, I've tried asking men there, and I didn't feel good about it, so I stopped doing that completely when I'm there unless it's a good friend. And so it took me years later to realize like, oh, all these looks that I thought were creepy because they looked, but they never asked, <laughs> were actually an opening to see if I was also <laughs> interested to like respond. So I would look and look and look and I'm like, okay, now it's becoming uncomfortable to just stare at each other in the eye. So I would like finally turn my head around. So there was a lot of miscommunication like, there. I feel like I definitely overdo it in some people's eyes because I'm always doing something between like a meerkat sitting up really, really abruptly or like a puppy with the head tilt of like, do you want to play? <laughs> I can totally see you doing that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I like when I'm trying to be subtle then I'm just like, Standing near the snack table, or by I don't. You're you're not available for eye contact. I think you're very cute about it. I can't imagine that it comes out too much. I I, I I don't. I I will say, having observed you in Milongas, I don't think you can be that subtle. You're you're very obvious, even when you're trying to be subtle. Even when you're trying to be subtle, you're obviously being trying to be subtle. You're like, oh, oh, little old me yes. over here by the snack table? Oh, no, not really. Oh, It, it could be obvious, but it's cute. It's never, like, <laughs> pressuring. That's a no, no, it's cute. It's very cute. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just <laughs> subtle is very specific to the individual. Some people are... <laughs> Some people are like, <laughs> some people I'll be like, you never even look my way. And they're like, oh, I'm just very subtle. And I'm like, you are, le I mean, that's not subtle. That's just non-existent. And then there's the opposite <laughs> where it's like, you know, they just walk by like 17 times in a row and kind of glance over. And you're like, oh, uh, that's your idea of subtle. <laughs> <laughs> you're somewhere in the middle. You're somewhere in the middle. <laughs> oh, you mean I could be, I could be subtle. No, I think it's great. I think it's important to be direct even when you're subtle because we are using like eye contact and different um, body languages. And so it could be easily misconstrued based on the person you're trying to communicate with. And so it's nice to be a little more than obvious, a little obvious about it, you know? Yeah, yeah I would agree. Like Works well for me. <laughs> Good. <laughs> So, shall we call on call in our guests, guys? Yes. What do you think? That would be great. Poodle, are you ready? Oh, I'm I believe 
All right. Well, <laughs> thank you. Well, I'm glad this conversation dragged you in. Mm-hmm. It was exciting and terrifying. <laughs> I'll go so, back to lurking. Nice to hear your laugh and nice to hear your voice. Hola, Guido. Hi, how are you? Hola. ¿Cómo estás? Good, how are you? Muy bien, ¿y ustedes? <laughs> bien, bien. Bien, bien. Good, good. My English is very rusty, but I'm going to try it. You sound yeah. good. That, that, that's that's great. Everybody says my English is bad, ends up speaking better than either one of us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> in in in, in so you know in in the U.S., people say like I speak Spanish, and then they know like three words, and then outside yeah. of the U.S., everybody's like I don't really speak English very well, and then they speak. <laughs> beautifully <laughs> exactly is this no no but, and then but, when we say we speak spanish a little bit like we actually speak like but shit. we we have we listen a lot of music in english and uh, see the movies in english uh, it's it's a little bit more easier for us mm -hmm. i think well we listen to a lot of songs in spanish <laughs> <laughs> very bad very bad for you that's um it's hard to understand tango lyrics. Speaking <laughs> of um, watching shows in another language, I've been watching. Uh, Guido, do you know the show El Marginal? Yes. I've been yes. watching this show to practice my Spanish. <laughs> uh, but you, you know, I, if you speak that kind of Spanish, you're going to learn the street, very, I know. very street Spanish. I told my teacher, you know, I'm watching this show, and she said, I don't no. even understand what they're talking about. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of um, lunfardo on the street, lunfardo. Mm -hmm. oh, that's good. He's going to understand tango lyrics. <laughs> no, but it's a different lunfardo. It's a new mm. lunfardo. Oh, I see. <laughs> so what's this show about? I'm curious now. Uh, it's Is about an undercover cop or an ex-cop goes to jail to find the kidnapped daughter of a judge of the kidnapped daughter of a judge so I we see. have to infiltrate the mob in the prison exactly. and it's pretty darn <laughs> it's, it's, it's dark man it's, it's a dark ass show it's a brilliant yes. wonderful acting wonderful acting and in if prisons are really like that in buenos aires and i never want to go to prison there that's no, no. freaking crazy <laughs> it's like no please no it's like Chico. It's like in one. It's like they run the prison. It's like a little mob uh, in a shanty town that runs the prison. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. I think the Spanish you're learning, Adam, through the show probably is not going to be used daily language. <laughs> I, I, I jail Spanish. <laughs> Talking about drugs, mobs, and jail. Yes. Like <laughs> when you go to Argentina, as you're in the uh, cab, the, the first tango. <laughs> Talks about the first, the first, first tangos. They're, talk about talk that. Ab about uh, yes, uh, the the killing and and the assassins and the um, uh, arrabal and all that kind of stuff. There is a, a very dark history of the of the first first tango. Mm. <laughs> wow. Nice. So. I just want to introduce you to our uh, audience. Uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Guido <laughs> Iacopetti with us. Uh, he's si, a member si. of Sexteto 
Fantasma. Um, and I don't know if you play with other bands too, but since you sent um, Sexteto Fantasma's music, that's what I'm introducing you as part of. Good. But... I play in a lot of different bands, but uh, tonight we're going to talk about Sexteto Fantasma, I think. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let's... Let, let's start by asking you how did you when did you start playing music and when did and when did tango come into the picture I, I, I was I started playing guitar um, maybe 10 or 12 years old uh, and obviously I, I play heavy metal and rock ah. uh, and in the high school, there, there is a, a in Buenos Aires is a is a big city, mm -hmm. and you have a, a different uh, a lot of kind of different music, uh, mm -hmm. the Brazilian music, the jazz, uh, and I began to in, interest in, for that kind of music, um, and then I have a. Uh, a teacher, Nacho Cabello, mm -hmm. and he has his own orchestra, and he plays a guitar and teach me mm -hmm. on kind of uh, arrangement and different kind of and the styles of guitar, uh, a tango guitar, and mm. that was the the beginning of the tango wow. in my life. <laughs> I. I saw on your Facebook that you were playing a Dimebag Daryl yes. solo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I still love heavy metal. This is uh, <laughs> Pantera. I don't know if Chico, you're familiar with Pantera, but um... no, I'm not actually. Like one genre of music that I'm definitely not Chico, familiar with is Chico. Do you metal. know Metallica? Yes, that's the only band I okay. know in metal hold, music. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> if Metallica was really heavy metal, they would be Pantera. I see. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but he was playing a solo of Dimebag Daryl, and, and it took me back to, like, when I was, like, 16. I was never a huge Pantera fan. I was more like Nirvana, Pearl Jam, but, oh, but I had a lot of friends who loved Pantera, so I listened yeah. to it all the time as a kid. And uh, so what, what, how did you get from heavy metal, like those amazing kind of solos to um, also amazing, different style, but different amazing solos in tango? Um, what was the, what was the influence there? Uh, the Dimebag Darrell was uh, my first uh, guitar hero that, mm -hmm. that I love, but in the journey of the guitarists in Argentina, it's uh, Argentina. It's a country. Uh, a lot of guitarists in in all the. We don't have states. We have uh, provincias, and mm -hmm. the the provincia has a different kind of folklore mm -hmm. and a different kind of of, of great guitarists and. In the history of the guitar, in the tango, when my Dimebag Darrell was uh, Roberto Grela. Mm. Uh, was, when I listened to him, changed my mind and my, my brains and blew me up. Uh, and then 
in Argentina, uh, we have a, a jazz player and Brazilian music player uh, called uh, Oscar Aleman. Mm. And I, I'm, I took this music and mixed it all. The rock mm. and roll, the heavy metal, the tango, the folklore, the Brazilian music, the jazz. Nice. I have a, a, a lot of guitar heroes in different kind of music. That's uh, great, though. <laughs> yeah, it's very it's, it's very common today uh, that kind of, of mix in the head in the brain of the of the musicians from Argentina. Uh, mm. I think that in the old old world, it's our generation. It's like uh, more open mind, mm -hmm. and we have of of the mix. Well, I guess <laughs> it also allows you to do what you do professionally and have gig like jobs from different kinds of music as well exactly right? it, it gives you a lot more opportunity and then like you're learning different techniques possibly yes. for every style that's right so it makes you um, and then when you start doing stuff like we're going to share your music it's like you start adding in some funk yes i really like <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love i love um Wolfpack. <laughs> the what Wolfpack, you don't know the the band Wolfpack? Mm -mm. no they are they are from i don't remember uh is in in the moment is the most popular funk band of the world with the best bass player. Hmm. They are from uh, I don't remember, but they are killer. Wow. Okay. You have to listen okay. it. Okay, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. before we ask you another question, should we play one of the songs, Adam? What do you think now that we're talking about different styles? Yes, and. Um... We, oh, we, sorry. No, go ahead. No, we, we did play Pavadita at the start, okay. Guido, uh -huh. I think. Uh, since I forgot to send you the link to the show, you missed you like <laughs> the it. beginning. You like it. I we know, love you tell it. Me. Yeah. We love it. <laughs> great, great. So, um, Adam, what do you But want I to would love to start with the folklore. Um, okay. The Cabal de los Lamentos. The, the, this is a really beautiful This song piece. has a, a, a duet. The, is Rodrigo Perestein, our singer, uh, with the today most uh, popular in, singer of the folklore in a, in a, in a new folklore style. Uh, his mm. name is um, Juan Quintero. Mm. He's a, a, a great, great, great musician and great singer, and he comes to to sing with us, and he do it with all his heart, and he's great, and you have to listen to all it's his bands are wow. great. He's from folklore. He don't mm -hmm. don't do tango, but oh, he's he's the best, and we have the the joy that. He came to record with us, and it's a privilege for for us. This 
piece of music that he made with us. And who arranged or who composed the? Is it like a, it's a new song you guys composed? Yes, this uh, okay. if the song is mine. The the lyrics and the music and the the arrangement is from the our pianist Ezequiel Aguero, mm -hmm. uh, and the vocals arrangements uh, we do it in in the studio in in the moment he he has a. a a lot of, of information in that kind of music and it was very, very great. The moment was magical. Nice. May I also ask what it means and what it's about before we play it, maybe? The flow of oh, the mint. It's very difficult. Uh, yes, the flow is it's like the flow of the of a, a river. The, the caudal is all the, the, the water power uh, may, maybe flow, it's the, the word, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I've, I'm going to use the translator. <laughs> <laughs> yes, flow. Okay. Uh, it's the flow of the river in my neighborhood. Mm. Uh, I live in Villa Crespo, it's the, the neighborhood of uh, Osvaldo Pugliese. Mm -hmm. uh, we love Crespo. In the in Crespo and different uh, neighborhoods, there is a, a avenue called Juan B. Justo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Juan B. Justo really it, it's a, a river uh, que fue entubado. I don't know how to say it. They put it in a tube. It was tube. I see, like a canal. Yes, but it's uh, it's not open. It's uh, I see. Wow, it was really in a tube. It's down to the mm -hmm. avenue. Um, like sewer. Sewer. Yes, and it's yes. a tough. It's a, a metaphor about uh, the the feelings, the flow. It's like the feelings, and in deep in the story has a a, a story of a family from my neighborhood who has a. A very very different difficult moment with his son and when I hear about it I instantly wrote that letter mm. it's it's a, a very sad uh, letter but with the music and the participation of the incredible musicians uh, has all, all a journey a real journey Beautiful. Yes. Awesome. Let's share. Let's, let's share it. <laughs> Grab a beverage, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> and you if, if you feel lamentos. like muting yourself, you can mute and move around ah, while we play okay. the song up to you. You don't have to. Ah, okay, okay. Okay.
que nació de un trigal No eras de aquí, no eras de allá Miente cuando quiso decir la verdad Dice la verdad cuando no estuvo acá Volará, volará por la ciudad Se fue con el bar. 
ya no están y hoy los recuerdo Great man. Beautiful, Amazing. beautiful song. Thank you. How um how long have uh, has has uh, Sexteto Fantasma been together? Uh, since uh, 2012, uh, oh, eight wow. years. Wow. But has a, a, a prehistory with my associate Rodrigo Berestein, the singer, and uh, Ezequiel Aguero, the the pianist um, mm -hmm. then became a, in a quarteto mm -hmm. then became in a sexteto mm -hmm. uh, we have in the double bass uh, Matias D'Amico an arrangement too uh, Daniel Major in trumpet and Oscar Shema in bandoneon an arrangement too mm. so when did you guys decide to add the trumpet when it did was that uh, in the beginning. It's we we stay the 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 date of the the beginning of the Sexteto Fantasma in the in when we put the the trumpet in the in the band. Mm. Uh, it was a moment back there. We are uh, uh, starting to play tango, and we have a a friends who plays uh, swing music, jazz. Mm. And we are, we, we have the, in the same place that we rehearsal, they rehearsal too. Mm -hmm. And they call it uh, Orquesta Inestable and the trumpetist was uh, Daniel Major. And mm -hmm. the double bass was, uh, in that moment was, um, Alexis Carulias, that in the beginning he plays the double bass with the Secteto Fantasma. Mm -hmm. And we, we hang out a lot in, in uh, the place that we rehearsal, that uh, there, there was a call, uh, Senor Duncan. And this place was the first place that we do our milonga, Ventanita Raval. Uh, who has uh, eight years too. Oh, wow. Uh, and that, that was the beginning. The milonga with the orchestra, it was a... Uh, uh, where, where, where is that? In Buenos Aires, in, now is in another place called Kowalski. In, it's in the Abasto, el barrio mm -hmm. de Carlos Gardel. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 now obviously it's stopped, but for the the, the moment during yeah. these times, I, I wish I wish I wish we had I known. We... We... Yeah, I wish we had what? known. We've been to, we've been to Buenos Aires many many times, and we 
Oh yeah. Yeah, we yes. never heard of, we never knew that you had the milonga there, and you probably had live music, I'm assuming. Yes, yes, it's, uh, it was one of the first milongas uh, by the by or orchestras and musicians. Mm. It, it was a mix mm. oh, okay. of milonga and practica mm -hmm. and always live music. Mm. Uh, it's, it was a, a, a young milonga. It's like not a traditional milonga. You dance with, with uh, I don't know. I don't remember how to say it. Zapatillas. Yeah. <laughs> Sneakers. Sneakers. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, wow, well, we have to I, come visit. It's an alternative. Uh, I think this year I don't, we have to, to talk about to how we're going to survive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that yeah. this moment in Argentina for the tango is very, very, very difficult, and we know that uh, Kowalski, the place who the, the bar, it's not gonna uh, go for a lot, a long time. There. I think they I wanna see. close. And mm. the, we have to to reconsider all, but we're gonna stay. I think. Yeah. Well, I think the whole world is going through that sort of change. Um, yes. In New York, too, we've had studios closing and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Hopefully, new things will start, and hopefully this will all come back soon. Um, I hope. <laughs> but, yeah, we were there last January uh, yeah. in Buenos Aires. Yeah, we've been, like, I don't know, nine, ten times by mm -hmm. now over the ah, years great. and last January we were there and we wish we knew you and that we would have been at <laughs> next that time. Longa. Next time. Yes, next time. <laughs> next time. One something to look forward to in the future. Yes, I, I have curiosity about the, the Milongas and, and Tango in New York. We uh, we went a lot of time to to tours uh, in Europe, but never go to United States, and I have curious how how it is the the thing with the tango. Well, we 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 should definitely do something because um, yes. we've worked with a lot of we organize a lot here in New York, and we've worked with uh, a lot of teachers and a lot of artists and musicians, and uh, ah, great. it would be great to work together in the future. Um, and yeah. it's funny you talk about the your the the energy of your milonga because i feel like we there's a there's a time where like there's there's a community that's that's trying to pretend to be a certain way even though the time is different now the era that yeah. where we live but but they go into this room uh they enter this time capsule and they all pretend like this is how <laughs> it should be you know and um yeah. And I think we should respect the art of the dance just as we respect the art of the music. And I don't think we yes. should change certain things, but we should totally. accept the reality of the moment we live in. And and I'm I'm just like thinking about all of the in, in New York and in the United States and Europe and especially in Buenos Aires. 
yeah. these traditional milongas that we would go to and just to try to feel like real tango people. And it's like, uh, maybe that's actually the opposite of what we should be doing all the time. And, and I, you know, Chico and I, we have a milonga in New York that is a mix of traditional and alternative non-tango music. And it's it's been that way for 14 years. And, ah, um, We've always, and it's not because we wanted to make a point. It's just that yeah. we just felt like um, half the community wants this and half the community wants that. And let's yes, it's, it's represent the, the whole place. You know? <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. It's, 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 with the tango, it's like that. Uh, with all the tango, the music, the dance, the milongas, uh, the lyrics. The musicians, all it's you have this uh, this conversation about the old and the new, uh, mm -hmm. and, and you have that different point of view. And some uh, you have people that think that all should be like uh, yesterday, and you have people that it's uh, contrary. Uh, all tomorrow. Uh, the Sexteto Fantasma and the, all the Sexteto Fantasma do has the same point of view uh, like you. Uh, it's a mix for us. It's a mix because for us, uh, the tango is living uh, in our city. Uh, the yeah. lyrics talk about that and the music has the mix uh, of the folklore and the Brazilian music and the jazz. Because our life, it's has that colors. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's good to know it, in New York, uh, is there is people that think the same way. And yes. and I and I'm yes. curious. I want to play another song, but I'm curious. Like, yeah. how much do you think after this COVID thing we're going through? Is all of this going to change? I mean, I think it's going to change radically. I think for the better. I think um, I think people are going to be so much more open to accepting the art for the sake of the art and the music for the sake of the music, and and try to break away mm -hmm. from the the little boxes that we put ourselves in when when we enter a milongo or anything and say like, because you you've you play many many styles of music, right? Yeah. Heavy metal, tango. Folklore, yeah. and you mentioned a lot, but you don't consider yourself any one of those things. You're just a musician, right? And yeah, and it's exactly. like what, I, I've said this before on the show in the past, but I love this quote by Miles Davis. Somebody said, "Hey, yeah. Miles, what is it a, like?" He said something. I forget literally what he said, but yeah, he, he basically Miles Davis said, "Hey, man, music is like food." Either you like food, you know, or you don't like yeah. food. It's not like I only eat one food, you know. It's not like I only exactly. like tango. I only like folklore. It's like no, I like food. I'm a I, I or I like music. So, and I hope because I think I don't know about tango musicians, but I I think tango dancers are a little more conservative in their way of looking at the art. It has to be one way or or, or something. And and I hope that. Um, we go back to the we go back to just appreciating the fact that we have this to share when when this is over. Yeah, I think I don't know if if if, if gonna change, but uh, today all the you 
listen to the music, the dance, the food too. It's about a little bit always is in the by the hand of the fashion. And mm -hmm. if you if you think the tango was a mainstream a uh, hundred years ago uh, in the world. And th that is because the people stay in that time because the mainstream of the tango was that moment and then no more. And the people think that this is tango uh, yeah. because it was the, the music that the, the listen all the world. And it's the same with another kind of music. So the, the best moment of the rock was in the 70s, in the 60s. <laughs> I don't know. It's always, no, no, that time, man. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I still great bands today. Um, maybe no, you like more of the 70s. I don't know. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's an expression. Mm -hmm. uh, then you have the the words of the fashion. Uh, the fashion it's it's God for the people today because consume it is Instagram say it, Facebook say it, and mm -hmm. I don't know if, if if it's gonna change. But I know that it's a lot of people that uh, think like us uh, in other world in Europe. You have uh, I never uh, think that I'm we're gonna go to a tour and find in a, a, a lot of place people that think like us but in another place people from Italy for decirte algo Italy or Germany uh, with the ideas uh, the, the, the tango is like the 40s you know mm -hmm. and very, very straight. Como... Strict, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Strict, eso. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's in all the world, the, the two visions. Uh, I think the, in Buenos Aires now, there is a, a lot of production of new tango. Uh, if I think the, uh, for year, the the quantity of the the new albums and videos and all the stuff that uh, it's a lot of bands and orchestras. Mm -hmm. um, it's very difficult for for we we had a, a time that the tango in Buenos Aires maybe 2000 2001 uh, the music was turned so so dark and it's very difficult to to listen for the people. Don't like tango, and mm. in this moment in Buenos Aires, there is a, a, a little bit more. Uh, I don't know, like the style that we do, uh, a more uh, happier and more uh, with a different colors, and mm -hmm. this is what the the new people uh, can uh, listen from the. For the new tango, and it's a a good moment. I think the new people always brings new air. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, 
Vito, I'd love to play another song, and I want to play the vowels you sent us. Okay, Saltenita. Mm-hmm. And Very we'll good. play it first, and then we'll talk to you about it a little bit afterwards. Okay. So here we go with Saltenita. Vamos. San Lorenzo hasta el alba tu perfume me sumerge en ganas de olvidar esos ojitos me engañan y me invitan a bailar me iluminan el camino, me hacen brillar como las estrellas del estigo si fuera mía la noche se agota niña mía y yo muero por ver ¿Cómo cambiaría toda nuestra vida si chocaran nuestras alegrías? Si tu boca pasa cerca de la mía otra vez Podría haber angelitos volando sobre mi semblante preguntándome Si fueras mía pudiera ver su joyera enloquecer desearía volver a camino me hacen brillar como las estrellas del estío si fuera Si pudiera ver su pollera enloquecer, desearía volver a nacer, desearía volver a nacer, desearía volver a nacer. A lot of people. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, we're, we're not alone. Adam, Adam has 100 people in his apartment. <laughs> oh, very crazy. <laughs> it's illegal right now. Yes, but... <laughs> yes. I'm going to send you the police. <laughs> oh, that's Hola, great. Hernan. Hola, Hernan. Hello, guys. I didn't Hello. mean to keep you Hola. waiting, but I didn't want to interrupt the song. I'm no worries, no worries. How's Hola, everybody Daniela. doing? Hi, guys. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi. Do you guys Hi, know each other with Guido? I, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think so either. So it's nice to to hear you, Guido. <laughs> Thank you. I love your music. I I was listening to it. The, the last two songs, they are beautiful. Vos ah, ah, Argentina. Sí. Sí. Gracias. De nada, de nada. They are bueno, Argentine. Bueno. Yeah, we are. The Argentinians are here. Uh, <laughs> we we can recognize our accent so easily, right? How do you call them? I don't know the names. I'm Jordan. But they're not They're in Chicago. Ah, okay, okay. Well, a pleasure. A pleasure, <laughs> so guys tell me a little bit about all this I, I'm really enjoying this <laughs> I love it he's on and he's come with energy <laughs> Hernano well, already wants to be in the role of uh, starting the conversation as we all yes I see that I see that you're the guest Hernan I know it's hard it's hard but you know what happened I just finished a class so we we are we're running some sort of Zoom classes right now, and I just finished uh, a class, and it was so high energy, and I think all day <laughs> I, I was so <laughs> I was so happy, I was so bushy tail the whole day since morning, <laughs> and and I think I still having all that rave energy on me. Yes, I can wow. totally see. Here we were just chilling between Adam, Guido, and I were just like you know. Going with the flow, and then Arnon comes in with all his energy. This reminds me, every time we we go to a festival, or we used to go to festivals, this is how Arnon is. That energy, the whole weekend or the whole week, whatever, <laughs> he's like that. <laughs> a bit, a bit. Before we... Before we... Um, let go of Guido. We wanted to play. He sent us another song, and we wanted to play. It's a tango, and I would love yes. to play this before we go. But I'd also like to ask you: uh, Is Saltanita? Is this? Is that an original vals? Is this? Um... Yes, yes, yes. It's a uh, lyrics and music of mine. Uh, this was the first song that we do for the Sexteto Fantasma, and we. Do it. The the seed of the song was in Salta. It's a provincia mm -hmm. of Argentina. Mm -hmm. uh, Rodrigo, the, the singer of the Secreto Fantasma, they has a, a Brazilian orchestra called it Sarabá, 
Mm -hmm. And they go on a tour to uh, Salta in 19, I think, uh, I don't know, 2008, I think. Uh, and I go only for fun for my birthday. I go to, I, I went to the tour and we, we know each other in, in that time, mm -hmm. and <laughs> it was a, a very crazy tour. And we we do that that uh, vals in that moment, and what the first song that we do for the Sexteto Fantasma. Nice. I love how you laughed when you said. I love how you laughed and you said it was a very <laughs> crazy tour. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. everybody was like, "Oh shit, got real on that tour." We know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He doesn't remember that too. tour at all. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to play the Felicidad that you said. Yeah. Some tango is also an original. Yes, Not a it's a lyric and music uh, awesome. mine. And this is like our hit. Uh, oh, cool. It is the, the, another um, orchestras uh, recorded, and this is the, the, the most popular song of the Sexteto Fantasma. Nice. All right. Awesome. So yeah. we're going to play this, and then I'm looking forward to. Catching up with you guys, Daniela and Hernan. But before we do, felicidad. So. Preciso encontrarte De mis nieblas, de tinieblas De mis noches sin timón Salva mi corazón Felicidad Quise enamorarme Quise ciegamente aferrarme a esa ilusión Fue tan triste como querer abrazar el sol y me perdí Amarte fue matar, perderse en el limbo, morir y reencarnar Vivir sueños parecidos, sumergirse en alquiteral Devastando con olvido esa sonrisa angelical Suelto vos volar, amarte fue quemar y salvar todos mis nidos y ladrar a lastimar y endulzarte los oídos, florecer, marchitar, olvidar los prometidos y amar.
trompetas al final super yeah. jazzy love it yeah. oh, nice. we, we talked with Siko about that uh, she mm -hmm. told me ah, I love the trumpet I, I tell her it's a New York style tango mm -hmm. <laughs> it is a Armstrong tango <laughs> it sounds super international absolutely that Buenos Aires style some jazzy touch some French flavor Oof, yes. delicious Yes. It's, it's like tango, uh, flavors of yeah. all the world. Absolutely. That's great. Delic delicious Marcelo. is the right word. Marcelo, Marcelo is you... making sounds. Hello, hello. Do you know Guido? I... Have you guys met before, Guido and Marcelo? No, Marcelo. Gutierrez. El Chino. No, I don't I think don't so. Maybe. Who knows? Um, in... I don't know. I... Well, we'll introduce you guys in the future when we come to Argentina. We'll, we'll okay. We're, we're going to show up at Jermilonga, the, the, the four of us plus a hundred more, and we're like, hey, this is Guido. Guido, un placer, muchacho. Qué lindo trabajo, papá. Qué lindo, hermoso. Bueno, gracias, gracias. Qué bueno escucharte decir eso. Well, Guido, it's been a really great pleasure to meet you and have you on the show tonight. And... Um, Thank yeah, you thank so you much. for joining us. The music oh, is wonderful. Sorry, sorry, my English is very bad, but... Yeah, that's no. what I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, my English good. is not so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoy it. I enjoy yeah. it a lot. Well, we we will, enjoy uh, your company and your We'll music. definitely thank be in you. touch. Uh, we'd love to have you in the States. And um, yeah, oh, man, okay. with, with uh, Fantasma, it'd be great. It would be a lot of fun. So always it's a pressure for, for us to uh, bring the music from Buenos Aires to the uh, different places. As yeah, you. thank you. And thanks yeah. for uh, 
taking a chance on your with us with your English because you it's great it's it's beautiful <laughs> I'm so shy still with my so. Spanish and, uh, <laughs> and uh, this is, inspires me to want well, to go on a Spanish podcast uh, and speak to somebody for an hour. <laughs> yes, I, I hope in the future I'll speak Spanish with with you. <laughs> well, thank you for not making us speak Spanish. Thank you. All right, man. All right, well, thanks again, and uh, look forward to meeting you in the future in person. Yes. 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 Take, Take care. Out, man. Uh, take, care. take care. Adam, we need our theme song. Right I know we're, we're down to two hours. And, we, and we, we've... Five questions. <laughs> five questions. Tonight on the show for five questions. Five questions. Daniel. Wait, no, I said Daniel. Five questions. It's always the same. I didn't even say Daniela. I said Daniel Prieto. <laughs> I know you did. I never met you before. And wow. This is the. Hernan, wow. if you want to get into tango podcasting, you already know you'll do better than me because I can't even introduce my guest properly. Oh my well, God. It's, it's, it's Daniel Prieto and Hernán Arroy. There you go. <laughs> okay. And Hernán from Chicago, based in Chicago. Do you, when people say from Chicago, do you kind of go like, mm, Buenos Aires? <laughs> no, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. No. <laughs> not anymore. At the beginning, I used to more like, oh, yeah, I'm not from. You Chicago. guys know Felipe uh, from no. San Francisco, Felipe Martinez. Every yeah, time I work a festival, who does okay, well, Every Felipe. time I work a festival with him, they announce him like Felipe from San Francisco, and he says Spain. Yells <laughs> 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 it and out. He's been here like years. <laughs> the man has been in San Francisco. At least 15 years. And he's like, I'm from Spain. He just yells it out. It's so funny. <laughs> With a Spanish accent. I love it. Yes. Yeah, very. But sometimes I just say, I'm from Chicago to annoy people. You know, um, but that's outside, outside tango. When uh, I met somebody or I am at the store and they say, oh, I, I hear you're an accent. Where are you from? I'm from Chicago. <laughs> Does that does that work there? Because like in a city, I'm I'm assuming it does. Because like in a city like New York, which is what I love about New York, you know, we have people from all around the world, and even if you don't speak English or whatever, it doesn't matter. It's like, where are you from? Uh New York. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, okay, yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, okay, yeah. Work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I don't want to get into a long conversation of where I am from and if Rio de Janeiro is the capital city of Argentina. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. That is true. That is amazing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That happens yes. often? Wow. All the time. Well, I thought, Chico, isn't well, I thought everybody knows that is the capital of Argentina. <laughs> and they talk, they try to I don't know how to hi Hernan, Daniela, eh, ¿cómo va? Hello, Chino, ¿cómo estás? Hola. Muy bien, chicos. Uh, I, I uh, happened to me once uh, they were the same exactly what Hernan was saying. Like, oh Argentina, yes, the carnival. I love the carnival. <laughs> <laughs> well, just today I got a technician came, uh, came to my house and 
he was asking, so what's your accent from? And I said, from Argentina. And he said, oh, do you speak Portuguese down there, right? <laughs> so that was the... That yeah, was there the you are. And then I said, no, Spanish. Uh, and you might have, you may speak many different languages because people over there, they speak many different languages. And I was like, yeah, many, like Argentinian. <laughs> but, I don't know. You know, that's always happened. Always. always. And it doesn't happen to you guys that they, they want to give you that sp uh, spicy food too? They spicy? Say, oh, you like spicy. Uh, yeah, sometimes. Hmm. Yes, you like spicy. Sometimes they, or they think that it's very hot. I don't know what's, what it comes that believe that Argentina is very hot. Argentina is a, the seventh largest country in the world. So we have different weathers right so it's not just one weather we we have the north is very hot but also we are part of patagonia so yeah it's, we have it's, different weathers it's one of yeah. the most diverse climates in the world for a country uh even more so yeah. i mean yeah it's it's amazing um speaking of diverse climates you guys moved you you're born and raised in a very warm part of the world. Now you live in the coldest part of the North America. Well, the United States, <laughs> yes. I should say, not North America. Um, and I remember a couple of years ago, Chicago had like that, that winter that you could pour water and it would freeze in the air. Uh, two years ago. We two had years ago? Was vortex? it only two years ago? Wow. Yeah, Everything feels like 20 minor. years ago right now. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, very true. Um, yeah, there, we were living for long what, years. What, what was your initial experience like? Because I've, 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 I know a lot of you know friends from Argentina have moved to to the, the northeast, and I and I vividly mm -hmm. remember their first year in the winter. And I was curious, like, how you've adjusted. What was it like at first to to experience a Chicago winter and and how have you acclimated since choice? the point of then? Like, I will know that. I will ask. I will add to that. Why? Well, <laughs> that's what I wanted to ask. Was it your choice that you chose Chicago, or Chicago chose you? In addition to Adam's question, that will answer your why to Marcelita. Well, the first time we traveled to the U.S. was for a tour, and the first city was Chicago. And it was in um, mid mid or end of December. Yeah, after Christmas. So we arrived for the first time here. Uh, it was winter, of course, super, super cold. And I remember I thought I was ready with my jacket bought in Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't. <laughs> and also I had in, uh, the, the shoes I had, the sneakers I had, were like summer <clears throat> summer sneakers oh man that i <laughs> for winter in argentina that works but not for here <laughs> not in not here <laughs> so i remember stepping out the airport and i couldn't feel my my feet wow. and I, I was i was freezing and i asked the organizer can you please take me somewhere <laughs> I want to buy some some shoes some uh, warm boots or something <laughs> so that was the very very first day for me in the us Wow. That's what yeah. I remember. And I have to say, I've seen like Argentines come over prepared for the cold. Because I remember Andresa Marisha like, mm -hmm. had this 
giant jacket you could hardly see him in it because like he moved to philly it was do you remember well that's one of the first memories i have of one of the first people i remember moving here from argentina and and it was so yeah that was he came to new york to visit us and uh we were standing in battery park city which is right on the water and he had tango pants on which are tango pants are probably the thinnest material in the world (laughs) And then he had this yes. giant igloo above him. And I have this exactly. photo of him. I have this photo of him. Like he couldn't, his jacket was so thick. His arms were vertical. He couldn't, or horizontal. He couldn't even put his arms down. <laughs> but yet his pants were flying in the wind. And he just looked terribly like confused and miserable. And <laughs> That was the first uh, jacket that I brought here too. It was so thick. It had... It was two different jackets joined together. You know, it was oh a, a so weird one. I look like one of those inflatable, inflatable boats that you see sometimes on the river. I, I look like one of those. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the idea of lay, you know, wearing layers, it's something that you adapt once you live in a in a weather like Chicago or New York, maybe. On some, mm-hmm. I, I have to say that. Some of my coldest days ever I experienced in New York. Yeah, Me no, too. because of the wind. Me too. Yeah. Oh, wow. The wind yeah. here, because of the the wind wind. here can be it's, brutal. And, and it's humid. And here, at least, it's yeah. dry. You know, during mm. the winter, it's very dry. So you never get that, the feeling that the, the cold is getting into your bones. But there in, in New York, I remember with Daniela going into Starbucks from Starbucks. you're like no the other thing that happened i think arnani is because we were there and we wanted to visit we were walking a lot Mm, so of course well you feel uh, a lot of yeah and you also walk a lot in new york yes you walk a lot right now here we don't go that much one starbucks looking out the window for the next starbucks to to find (laughs) yes (laughs) with the with the goo with a google well, my, map okay planning the first... trip according to the start <laughs> exactly my first uh january here i felt like holy shit i hadn't seen a cold like this and i was at times square i don't know why i would go there in the middle of january but i there was no starbucks so i went into the movie <laughs> theater and I sneaked from one movie to the other. I watched three movies. Really? Because it was so cold to walk like more than five blocks that I really didn't want to. I want to. I want to start out. in a movie theater in January and not leave it until March. <laughs> 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 so, guys, I'm so curious. You seem to be super busy uh, doing a lot of online stuff during COVID. Or none. Your classes which I've, I will admit I've only watched the first two so far, even though I'm grateful you sent me the links to the rest. Um, they were a huge success back in May. I mean, you, you, you both seem to adapt so quickly to, as well as Marcelo who's here, um, like uh, right away to COVID and the, this being locked down and, and, and adapting to doing things online. So what? Um, how did you guys do that? And, and what have you been up to? Are and you, I'm sorry, I have like 15,000 questions. Are you doing a, are you doing a cooking show? 
studio so we we couldn't keep teaching there in anything and one of the first ideas that we had it was like let's try to keep the community connected and we had some once a week uh kind of show we call it and it was let's talk about tango let's chat about mm-hmm. tango and that's the very first thing that we did online and that was right after the restriction i think it was the very first tuesday after march well, I think uh, at the beginning of the we didn't do anything for for a few weeks because we thought this is not going to be that lo- for that long. So we thought we are going to come back to normal. So we, we decided, okay, well, we let's wait. Say, we but were, when we, we were, were also as, as naive. We were like, ah, yeah. the whole world will get COVID and we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. But when we realized, okay, no, we are not coming back anytime soon. Let's do something. And that was... Uh, what Arnan was saying, that idea. The the, the, the first, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some, and then I started with a history uh, lecture, and it was, I, I have to say that I was even myself was surprised on the success of those classes. And I think maybe because there were no many offer, and it was right at the beginning, I might say. I remember and, you... On the first, uh, the first class I participated in, which I think was the first one or the second one, during the whole class, you're like, "Oh, and there's somebody else joining us. Oh, and here's somebody else. Oh, and look at that." And you're, <laughs> I'm guessing there was at least 85 people there. I did a DJ. I did a DJ class probably a month after you did that class, and I had 45, 50 people in it. You know, so I feel like yeah. there was a time when everybody was just desperate to connect and be together through Tango. Yes, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah. you 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 came and you have a knowledge, a wide knowledge of all this stuff. So um, that was sorry, to, I'm sorry to interrupt, yeah. but it was it was so cool to see. Absolutely, well, because it was like that at the beginning. I said, okay, maybe you know, I will have ten of my faults mm-hmm. that they want to know a little bit more. And the the very first one, we got 110 wow. people, and from there wow. it was like like that. Um, and then. I don't remember exactly the date, but around May, I think, there was one online festival that we were part of it, and we had to teach for the very first time mm-hmm. an online dance mm-hmm. class. Mm-hmm. Yes, and... I have to say that, sorry, Anand, but at the beginning when I, I was thinking, oh, do we have to teach uh, online via Zoom, how do we do? I didn't like the idea because I thought that it was impossible to teach mm-hmm. without being in person, without being able to to have contact. So I wasn't really sure, but okay, we, we said, yes, let's do it. Let's try. And it, it was a very nice experience actually. Yeah, I was with so you. from I was there. Yeah. Also just like, this is not going to work. <laughs> I was very exactly. stubborn at first. <laughs> I think and we all long, went through that. Yeah. yeah. And for long, we thought that no, this is not going to work, but then we understood that for many, is the only opportunity they have to connect with their passion, with their hobby. So we took it from there, you know. It, mm-hmm. This is their way. This is their way to connect. And we accepted yes. it in that. In and that also way. understanding that there was no no other option also for us. It wasn't yeah. just a, a choice that we were taking 
in a normal circum circumstances. It's just, right. okay, this is, this is what we can do right now. Let's do it. Yeah, and I think it was for very both good. sides, both sides that mm -hmm. it's like, I'm sure for you guys too, like to stay connected with your community. Well, like, yeah. It was yeah. your only chance. You know, and, a lot of yeah. our students in the first lesson or two, especially the, the women, the followers were like, I don't know what I'm going to do in this class. I just miss having a leader lead me and hug me. <laughs> and I was sort of like, I don't really know how to help you right now. But if you get up, up your ass and move around, you might dance a little bit. And <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so blunt. <laughs> but within but, like but it's several weeks, those same people were like, I feel so good just dancing and moving. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know what this would be like either a few weeks ago and how I would experience it, but I'm with you. Like we all have our own individual dance to work on and we, we love it for many reasons and this can be one. Yeah, that's right. And if even today you ask me if it's a format that I love, no, no I, I do not enjoy the format, <laughs> no, <I hate> but, <laughs> but you know, I, I also found that Danielle and I, we, we learned a lot of, of this during this process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We, at the beginning, for example, we hated the, the quality of Zoom. So we invested in cameras and, and also we had the possibility of having a studio, a fixed studio that we can leave all our equipment, Stafford. gear, stuff mm -hmm. there. And we know that the next day we just need to turn on lights and it, it would work. Yes. So that was a little bit easier mm -hmm. in, in that sense for us. And I understand for some many other teachers, they have or to rent a studio or they have to set their own studio and equipment in the middle of their living room. And, and some other people, they don't have the possibility to, you know, to, to have a space designated just to teach how to dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. That's, that's yeah. where I'm at. I mean, I'm in my little, my apartment is 400 square feet. So when we do these classes with Chico and Marcelo and I, or just me and Chico or whoever, I can't even move. Like I could take one step. My, my, all my classes have to be on the hero. Yes. Yes. And also you are watching other people's living rooms. Right? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I feel like I'm watching hoarders. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, you see how they it's like a history channel the stuff they have. <laughs> yeah it's, it's so fascinating it's fascinating well, do, do you also find that uh, because of this format I mean you got a chance to do your DJ seminar in a much more like I've seen you teach uh, DJ classes over the years and various festivals but mm -hmm. you developed something that is much more extensive and like i'm guessing maybe that was like it only happened because you had this chance and this time and you were able to build something in more depth and you could have an audience that could attend because everybody was in this format all of a sudden so yeah, I think it made you improve like what you had on that basis for you. Absolutely, but the in fairness, 
I, I was planning to have that classes before the pandemic hit. So I was ready to teach all that classes in wow, okay. late March. So I had it, everything ready because I've been working on D4 for years. So I, I had the dates and everything. And that's how I said, okay, since I cannot do it at home and in the studio, having our, stu uh, our students here, I will do it online for them. And that's how I, I see. end up with the, with the classes and people start joining because there were nothing to do. No, there wow. was nothing to do for them. Yeah. I thought maybe you had some of it like prepared from before, but I thought maybe this gave you an opportunity to like even go deeper and research some more and like um, do something longer. So no, I... it actually made you have more access to more people. The, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I think that was the, great. The, the difference. It was planned to have it here for our our students our people from the tango community here and it ended up being more abroad you know more yeah for a bigger audience yes marcelo Other so thing, I, heard uh, you. <laughs> I heard you breathe yeah. marcelo go <laughs> ahead no sorry Sorry. No, something that i was mentioning too is something about i think that uh what what you're mentioning about Hernan and Daniela doing right away something is as well. I think that is resilient, it's clinical resilient because in Argentina we have the story that we need to get ready to do something new because the economy go down and up, go down and up. So I feel that this is something as well linked to, to the culture. If you if what mm -hmm. do you think, Hernan, Daniela? Yeah, I think you're yeah, yeah, you're right. And um, before Adam was asking if we have a cooking show, and <laughs> I don't yeah, know what yeah, to yeah. answer. I want to talk about that too. Yeah, the thing <laughs> is, um, we started doing this. Let's chat about tango every every Tuesday. So every Tuesday we we chose a topic. Let's say, okay, we are going to talk about the um, female singers in tango. Okay, so that was one Tuesday. Next Tuesday, let's talk about uh, I don't know Garde. So. Uh, at some point, again, because it was so long, we didn't know what to talk about. <laughs> and I, th I think Hernan said, uh, why don't we cook something traditional from Argentina? Yeah. I think the first one was uh, empanada. No, empanadas first. Mm -hmm. and, and we talk about our culture, our um, traditions, and let's try and something about, ah, and I think we were also talking about how we started uh, with tango because sometimes we were uh, talking about other people or having interview like you guys do, and we thought, well, maybe it's interesting for people knowing a little bit more about us. So that was the the very first one, and people loved it. And then several times we we chosen a different uh, dish from Argentina, like yeah, gnocchi or. Um, locro and different things and and that was nice that was uh, also a way of adapting to the situation well it's not tango mm -hmm. but we are we are talking about things from argentina and that's no, because you are socializing to... at the same time exactly yes yeah. like and i have yeah. to say that i enjoy a great deal of it you know oh me too it's, i love it now uh, it's when we do it it's my favorite thing did you guys so here is a there. question. 
Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh no, I, I barely started. I was just gonna say, like, you, you, they just said they love it now. But did you go through a point? So we've been doing this podcast for forty-five weeks since since March twelfth, and um, mm. well, the week after March. Non-stop, 12th. guys. Yeah, yeah. Every and well, I reached the point when I like in midsummer when I was just kind of like, oh, God, this is not tango we're trying to get people on the show we're just just like what are we doing and then I, you know i got through it and, and i was like this is keep keeps me going but and, it, it, and it was like mm. one week or two weeks but but i got to the point but i passed that point i should say and and now i love it like i'm mm. Looking forward to Wednesday night every week. Who are we gonna have? Who are we gonna talk to? Whose music are we gonna hear? And we even said, mm. you know, a couple of weeks ago, like when this is over, when COVID's over, I'm gonna miss this. You know, we, we really yeah, love well, it. You should keep it. You know, you <laughs> because, because I think also- once, once, sorry, uh, once you understand that you are doing something different yeah. than what you were doing before, it's fine. And if you accept that, you start enjoying it and you start finding new new little things that you can do. But yeah. maybe at the beginning, what happened to all of us, it was like, oh, I am not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, teaching tango, right. dancing tango, performing tango. And But if you can forget about that, uh, I think it's really I, nice. I, 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 I absolutely agree. Yeah. You know, 20 years ago, I used to go from one to the next, to the next, art, music, this, 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 this. And now I'm almost 40, and it was like, oh, tango's gone? How do I hang on to this? I used to adapt so well to change, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And, and I feel like in, if this had happened to me 15, 20 years ago, I would just do something else creatively. You know, I, mm-hmm. I just pick up yes. a new creative mm-hmm. thing. But because I make a living doing it, I guess that also – obviously changes the and i weight. think that's the risk that many of us we are afraid to take yeah. right um, because we many of us we made our living out of this so to to risk your image because some some people think on that you know on what what my colleagues are going to think about me what are they, they are cooking are what are they doing yeah. oh, I, I, personally i'm not what I'm the not... hell forget it <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I love what you're doing guys I never my no but at the beginning i think we we all think a little bit like that oh people are gonna think well i, I will say well, i, I never thought my colleagues thought much of me to begin with <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like a white guy from Ohio who dances tango. <laughs> Midwestern okay. guy. You know, so no, it was just my my experience is more like I used to bounce around more freely. And then I felt like mm. in the beginning, I was like, oh, tango's not going to happen. I'll wait. And then I was like thinking about things that I've believed philo- philosophically, like mm. we as creative people can adapt, we can move on. We shouldn't be confined by our labels. I could care That's less. I, I mean, I, of course I do get paranoid when I perform in front of certain people that I respect, but I used to, I, and I, I feel like 
creatively, when you boil it down, we're all just like trying to find a voice in our worlds. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. why we don't, you know, live in the other world. Um, that's right. But if there is something that this pandemic has taught us is that nothing is permanent, right? We yes. all understand. I think all in all different spheres of life, we all understood that, or I guess we all have to understand that nothing is permanent. Even people who had a formal, a formal nine to five work, working in a company, they, mm -hmm. many of them, they lost their jobs. So there's nothing predictable about the world. And, and I think the, what Tino was mentioning and you, Adam, this capability of adapt to find uh, new resources it has to be something that we all need to understand that it's part of life and it's okay to be a different from a be different from what you were a couple of weeks ago yeah yeah, yeah well totally. i think it relates to the dance a lot too i don't know like that's true we're constantly adapting while we're dancing tango yeah. to every partner that we're dancing to and uh, and there is you can't control everything and you need to let the flow take you and then take over again. And I think like this period has been a great reminder for everyone with their life that like Arnon, like you said, not like it's all unpredictable. Anything can change at any moment. And well, I want to, I want to lead into another, be open to change. I want to lead into another question because we've been, not really asking a lot of questions, I guess. Um, <laughs> for me, tango came to me. Obviously, I live in Cleveland, Ohio. I used to. Like, there's no tango there. So, it just happened to come into my life, and I got into it. Um, for you guys, how did you get started? I'm going to ask a lot of questions at once again. <laughs> Um, obviously you're from a country where tango is more pre prevalent than where we are from, but also you guys have been working together for a very long time. It's very few couples that do that similar to Chico and I, so maybe I'll stop. Uh, let me start with one question. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I don't I'm know what to say. Here. I have a notepad here. I'm writing Adam's questions so I can follow a, a line of. Well, I'll I'll, I'll uh, translate this question. How did you form your partnership, and how long it's been, and anything you want to share about that journey with us? You go, Arna. I go. Okay. <laughs> We worked together since 2006, and so we are so 15 years, mm -hmm. Daniela. That much? Yeah. I think you're adding years. some years. No, 15 years <laughs> in March is gonna be. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, it that's, that's random, right. Randomly, like many of good things that it happened in our lives. Um, Daniela was working already in one of the most famous tango schools in Buenos Aires, La Viruta. And I was asked if I wanted to start working for La Viruta too. And 
the person who asked me is the one and only Horacio Godoy. And he said, you're going to be teaching classes with this uh, dancer. Her name is Daniela. I knew Daniela by uh, the milongas because maybe we, we, we've seen each other. Maybe we have danced before, but we've never had much interaction to, uh, between us. And first day, we, teach to, we taught the first class. We talked together. And since then, it's been 15 years. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. It wasn't, it was, yeah, sorry, sorry. No, that it, it, it wasn't anything forced. We didn't, we didn't even plan to work together. Yeah, of course. And every, everything happened, everything happened that way. And that's what, even our first. That's what I wanted to ask. Like when you first met, I mean, because, okay, I'm going to make comparatives to us, Chico and I, like, mm. obviously we didn't, we've also been working together for 15 years. And not professionally, oh. but we met 15 years ago. And mm -hmm. you obviously don't go into that situation like, that's the person I'm going to be doing this with for 15 years. But, no. But, um, no. Uh, yeah. no, exactly. No. We, we didn't have that moment of saying, would you like being my tango partner? Uh, no, or no, we didn't, we didn't have that. But since we were already teaching together uh, at La Viruta, we felt that people liked it. There was something about the chemistry in our classes, especially that we felt that it was working. And and every time we we were having more classes and more comments of people saying, oh, I really enjoy when you teach together because you know how it is in La Viruta. Sometimes you teach with one person or you can teach with, with another one. Uh, but we, we felt, no, people really like when we are together. So that was one thing, and then we, of course, we we had a nice relationship and a friendship uh, from the beginning with Hernan. Uh, it was always easygoing. That that was super important, still being super important yeah. more than anything else. Um, and then, yeah, I think we once we were talking and we said, "Wow, it will be great uh, having the possibility of traveling and doing something with tango." So we, we both had that desire. And and yeah, once we, we met an organizer from St. Louis that was in Buenos Aires, St. Louis, Missouri. And he, he said, well, guys, if you would like, I could take you to St. Louis for a few months and <laughs> teach some lessons. And we said, yeah, of course, sure. <laughs> and and <laughs> since then, things were happening like... Uh, more open, uh, more more doors were open for us, and more people asking if we would like to teach a workshop here or there. But it was like that, little by little. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And we and we and we never force it to to happen. You know, and that's the other thing that we we find that always the opportunities were presented to us in a in a way. We it's it it, it kind of. Uh, crazy in that way, you know. I kind of imagine. Well, I would say I we feel the same because we never. I've known not to like get into any gossipy shit, but I've heard I've I've gotten requests from teachers who were like, "Oh, we're just gonna be passing by and blah blah blah," and and I, and I totally respect that actually. But mm -hmm. but um, fortunately as well, we don't have to do that, and hopefully we don't in the future. <laughs> 
Like, it's just like, oh, we heard you guys are fun and, you know, we want you. And I remember now, God, I can't believe this is like eight years ago. We met in Toledo, Ohio. Do you guys remember? You did? I met them in Portland. Well, we met them in Portland to teach together. And she didn't. We I don't know why again. she didn't invite both of us, Chico. But she invited me. I remember now. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it might have had to do with like they were just a six-hour drive away, and I had to fly in or something. But, but um, it could be, or it could also be the time where I wasn't teaching full time. No, no, this was definitely after that. Yeah. But I anywho, see. we we taught some classes together. It was a lot of fun. And. That's right. And then, yeah. you know, I remember, oh, my God, this is one of my favorite quotes in the world. We're performing in Chicago. Uh, Horacio's there. You're there. Daniela's there. Oh, yes. And you had already watched us perform a couple times, maybe once. I don't know. And after the show, you come over and you said, oh, guys, that was really great. That was really much better than the last time we saw you. And it was like, thank you, guys. And I said, we were so nervous because, you know, Horacio is our teacher. He's watching us. And I don't think you knew at that moment he was our teacher yet. And you mm -hmm. said, well, performing in front of Horacio is like having sex in front of your mother. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. That's why wow. you said that it was, was a quote. Wow. Wow. You should have mentioned oh, that right. now I have a I have a right image down. in my head. <laughs> it's, it's hard to erase. It is hard to erase, but it was so right on. Because you also mentioned how like at that moment, I think you've been working with him a lot longer, both of you, and you were like, Yeah, we're trying mm. to like get rid of all that stuff now because we've learned it and you know, you gotta move on. That's that's true. And um mm. The last several years now we've also been in that space where we're like okay we've we've got it and and with other teachers as well for sure mm, yeah but um that was the funniest best <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know about that phrase <laughs> so it's amazing that through this like you guys developed your partnership and your friendship all at the same time and it's been um a nice unexpected journey i would say of it's like because that's what it's been for us like adam said i wouldn't have expected like it's gonna be a nice long journey together well, we met and, yeah. you know beginner class the first month i moved to new york city just randomly you know so wow. we had no i no yeah. idea we would it's not like we met and shook hands and we're like all right we're going for it. <laughs> but now even even the like when you're saying like a lot of the doors were open to you guys and it was presented, that was also a moment that was presented to us. Like a friend that knew both of us came and said, you guys need to know each other. And that's mm -hmm. how we met. Mm -hmm. uh, she introduced us thinking we would get along. And I think we sort of do. Right, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> so did you guys go through a phase where, like, we went <laughs> through practicing where 
Is that sound effects or is that? Someone is a bird. Someone is a bird. It's cute. Oh my god! Go. I feel like I'm in the forest. That's the sound effect. I love it. Scary. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I so know. You were saying, Chico, if we had a face-off? Like, uh, when Not you're... How is, like, <laughs> practicing and developing your dance together? Oh. The experience of learning to uh, work with each other. Was there hard moments, things you needed to get over to work well together? Or how was that? Uh... I don't think it was hard, at least for me. Uh, no, le learning to work with Hernan or having difficult times as a as a couple, no. Uh, difficult times to improve our dancing, yes, for sure. Mm -hmm. And moments that we we felt um, we couldn't get better. There are things uh, that we would like to do. Yeah, we would like to do, and we don't know how. Uh, all kind of things for sure but I think we were always on the same page uh, Arlan and I like uh, yeah. we both felt that way or we both felt ah oh, well now it's working now it doesn't work at all this is awful but I don't think we never um, and I think this is very good and one of the reasons why we we last for so long we don't blame the other one that is no, like, oh, you are, you are the one. Blame each other. Oh, okay, we just blame Hernan. Yeah. <laughs> Hernan always is. <laughs> we know it's him. <laughs> we always no. blame Marcelo since he's Marcelo, yeah. No, actually, yeah, it's, I have to say that it's, that's what Daniela is describing is how we felt from the beginning. We, there's, I don't know. I think we knew our boundaries from the day one, but we don't say it. And yes. So I think we never crossed any moment that we end up even angry with each mm -hmm. other. I think we never, I, I don't know, right at the moment, I don't think we ever have a, an argument. Fuck you guys. Daniela. Except those ganchos, Hernan, where you almost. Which ganchos? I'm surprised because, like, Chico and I would go to war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, leave the no. room and. Like, walk really? out of the same building and the same oh, elevator yeah. and walk and down the yes, exactly. and like walk the same direction down the sidewalk for several blocks and then you know like two days later we're like all right here we are again let's do it again not two days later but that night usually <laughs> oh, that like yeah, we laughing like... about it <laughs> like so for us we would like have explosions and then we'd like want to sometimes run out of the studio but, and leave but we would argue walk, about whatever but then the minute we see each other we'd start making joke of that situation but we would argue about really dumb shit like sad. things that you two probably knew better not to argue about perhaps like exactly you said this. well i thought <laughs> you said that but then you said that but then maybe and it's like <laughs> my god jesus <laughs> Well, I think, I think there is. Yeah, sorry. I go ahead, know, maybe, maybe we know how to 
read each other very well. And we are, I don't know, very respectful of other the other person's time and moment. And mm-hmm. we know that there is a moment that, yeah, if, I, if we continue going on this pathway, we're going to end up. But, so we know how to stop. We know how to give time to the other person. And I think that's how it works for us. But mm-hmm. again, I don't remember having ever an argument. It doesn't mean that we do not have different opinions on different matters. And, yeah. But I do not remember raising our voice or, you know, or having a moment that I don't want to talk to her for the next couple of days. I, no. I, I, I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, yeah, I don't think we ever didn't want to talk again for the next few days, but we got like so heated we would, if there had been knives around, no, <laughs> but we did get to a point where we like learned actually to walk out of the room because yeah, like That's it was important. a process. Like it would go on and get worse at the beginning, and then we're like, you know what? This is not. This is a waste. This has now become a waste of time. Let's just end this. So that's when the like walking out of the studios happened. And then eventually we got over that. Um, and maybe the fact that we were in a relationship before had like us confused about our mm. boundaries more. Yeah, but we were as well. I mean, that's like, over I think... 10 years ago. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe, but. Um... And I think we, we're not great with uh, reading each other's words. Like sometimes mm-hmm. someone mm-hmm. uses a word and the other one will uh, misinterpret or yeah. take it the other way, stuff like that. Um, so, you know, it's been a process of learning each other, but a fun one in general. Yeah, I mean, That's why I was curious. I'm impressed you guys, with or without arguing, have managed to stay together for this long and work to continue, you know, in, in a working uh, aspect. and. And as as fellow, I guess we can say colleagues. I don't. I hate to use those kind of weird words, but um, you know, we've also in the been on the same road. And and I never identify with people like that. Like, oh, we've been together, and they've been together in tango. But hmm. but mm-hmm. sometimes after I guess fifteen years, I'm sort of like, oh, we've been together. <laughs> <laughs> because it is an incredible journey to share with somebody. Oh, absolutely! You know? And, and yeah. you both yeah. live different lives and 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 do different things outside of tango, and and have grown and gotten to know each other so well. And I think also that makes uh, our relationship uh, stronger in a way. And I'm going to take a little bit of, of, of a side road here because. Dan, Danny and I, we, we are in a relationship as business partner and as uh, good friends. We've never had a, a sentimental relationship between us. You know, mm-hmm. we, 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 don't, we didn't date each other at all. Mm-hmm. So uh, that also made us grow uh, stronger as, uh, as friends because we mm-hmm. both took the decision of coming to live to the to the states together, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. we both uh, jump into the the boat of okay, let's go there, 
and we both rent an apartment here in the state for the first time. And so there's so many of we both did this together that also I think that gave uh, this relationship that we have it's uh, it more sense and more 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 structure you know yeah I, 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 I think I uh, yeah Amanda, you're right I think what happens is that we I think we value more all that than if we if we, we do a perfect ocho or if we walk as we would like or not so when we have those moments of tensions oh it's not working I think we realize that we shouldn't be so serious about it because the other part is more important. Yeah. Well, we've learned that over time. Yeah. Uh, like <laughs> and I think uh, <laughs> just two weeks ago. <laughs> no, I think yeah, last also... weekend we talked about that. <laughs> Finally. Right. But no, what I also feel like we become family. Like that's how I feel is been for me that having that partnership and friendship that you really like uh, family. I don't know. And you guys feel like that too, especially having taken a whole adventure of moving to a different country together. Can't even imagine. Since when yes, are you living in the state, guys? Uh, eight years ago, Arman? Yes, 80 years ago. I, can you hear me, guys? Yeah, yeah. I muted yeah. you for a moment because yeah. okay. it sounded like you were loading a shotgun or something. Something <laughs> like that. <I'm, laughs> okay. I have a very noisy neighbor. No, <laughs> I lost connection with my earbuds, so I'm trying to get back to it. But um, yeah, it's been eight years. It's gonna, yeah, eight years gonna go for nine, I think, in, now in March. So, Daniela, you said something like uh, we did have, of course, moments with the dance where we mm -hmm. thought we are not going to get any better or like yes. where you felt stuck. Mm -hmm. uh, how did you guys get over those moments? We looked for help, mm -hmm. someone else, because that's also something we realized is good, no? Because I could say one thing, he can say something else, but then when you have someone else from outside telling you, why don't you try this or teaching you something new, it's it's better. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't easy because being here, you don't have as much possi many possibilities Access, as if, yeah. yeah, if you were in, in Buenos Aires, but every time we could, we, we asked for mm -hmm. help. That, that was one of the things we did, uh, and it always worked, was yeah. positive. I feel like and, we've always taken the same route. How about you, Marcelo? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, because it's, it's, a, it's a really interesting adventure, and I'm wondering how is to move as a tango uh, teacher to, from Argentina to the States? How, how you can really, like, give me a... a a resume of your adventure, un resumen de su aventura. Como fue? Uh, how was it? Um, again, it happened. We, we, we didn't plan it. It was um, a moment that we were going back and forth from Buenos Aires to the States. And in a moment, we felt that we were not building anything anywhere. So we didn't have a group in Buenos Aires to, that we felt like, yeah, we are having our students there. We feel like we, every time we were coming was to rebuild 
again. And the same happened here. Every time that we uh, were coming back to the States, we're feeling like, okay, we need to rebuild what we left a couple months ago when we were here. So we, it was a moment that we had to take a decision. It was, okay, so what do we do? And but we said, sorry, yeah. that, that decision, at least from my side, wasn't, I'm going to move to America. No, it was, oh, let's stay for longer mm -hmm. to, to take advantage of this, this moment of our lives. Probably it's not going to last forever and let's use it. Uh, it's good. Uh, so for me, it was that way. I'm going to try. I'm going to leave this adventure. Uh, and then here I am. <laughs> <laughs> but, see what happens. But and yes, eight uh, years later, you're still but, here. Exactly. Yeah, and I, we have to say that the, when we came here, and we decided, okay, let's have a base somewhere, and that it could be easy for us to travel. And that's why we end up here in Chicago. Going back to the very first question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, going back to we came here to Chicago because the city we like we like the city. Um, our sponsor for the visa in that moment was from here, so that also gave us a an opportunity to to have some steady work here in in, city, in the city. While during the weekends we could travel around, so yeah. that's why we decided to make our base here in Chicago. But also the the idea was just to be here for a couple of months, and I think our first plan was okay, let's rent an apartment for five, six months. And that's how those five, six months end up being in a eight years eight here. Years. Now, you know, <laughs> now each of us have family here, you know, that's how it yeah. ended, up, ended up. I uh, feel the same. I came here for two, three years tops and it's been recently uh, 23 years. Wow. Wow, yeah. that's a long time. Yeah, I was born yeah. here. So. <laughs> she came as a toddler uh, strange how that works out <laughs> chicago is a great central so, place between many cities little cities it's it's also it's i've only been to chicago a few times it's one of my favorite cities It has Same so here. many, it's like New York and Philly in a way, like it has so many nooks and crannies of neighborhoods. Um, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's a really cool area. It. Especially in summer. <laughs> Only in summer. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in summer, it's beautiful. Now it's a little, it's harsh, but it's a beautiful city anyway. <laughs> you know what's great in summer? Wow. Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's in winter, Adam. No, I'm just saying any you're, place you're where there's no winter is always, always amazing. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Although I have to say in the summer. My friends in Berlin are like, oh, and Berlin is great in the summer. Yeah. Sorry. But I enjoy the different the different weathers that we have here in in chicago yeah yeah, me too. yeah i like the winter i like the summer mm -hmm. it it it's nice it 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 gives you so many different options it's it's i i, I like it although the winters can be brutal here i have yeah. to say they can be terrible uh 
the you end up enjoying the winter. I love. I usually I usually go to Buenos Aires uh, for yeah one month uh, in January. Mm -hmm. So that was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But this time, <laughs> this time <laughs> exactly. I'm saying. This time it's getting longer. So this time, yes, it's the real winter. The thing I love yeah, about being from a place, I'm from Ohio, Cleveland, which is also has four seasons. Mm -hmm. I love the smell of the new season coming in. Like it just, it's yeah, just like, re and once you're in it, it sucks. You're like, oh, fuck, it's hot. Oh, fuck. Cold, oh fuck this is but i love the that, change is nice i love that ever-changing vibe i'm curious that yeah. how it can affect people's personalities growing up in that environment or moving to it and adjusting to it over a certain period of time you know if you want to know i ended up having one of those lights that you need to you know for avoiding the seasonal affection disease mm. and yeah because at the i was missing sunlight yeah and i was i was feeling very moody and the only thing i wanted to it's to be in bed and eating carbs i, I was becoming a bear <laughs> <laughs> that's how i see myself usually yeah so i ended up having to get one of those lamps and now i'm better i'm but I remember the very first or second year that we were living here was, oh gosh, this is this is hard. Mm. So I'm gonna divert the conversation back to Tango mm -hmm. and ask you guys. Um, you have a variety of levels that you've been teaching mm -hmm. for a while. So, what would be an advice you would give? To a new dancer, new tango dancer, uh, either that you found that was given to you when you were a newbie, or it was something that you wish you knew earlier on as a dancer. Well, I'll start with that much because I don't want to ramble on to ask a question. So, an advice for a beginner, someone who is starting tango? Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I always say the same to the beginners. Um, I always say that do not get married with any teacher. Go and take classes with everyone, and mm -hmm. go to all go to Milonga from day one. I mm -hmm. and I know for some instructors, I, I I've heard that beginners should avoid going at the beginning of the milonga because milonga can be overwhelming for somebody who is just starting but to me it's go to all the milongas you can at the beginning yeah. uh, accept dances as long as you feel safe and comfortable accept dances uh, even if you feel like i don't know what i'm doing and take classes with everyone uh, that's the the way that you can build your library of Tango experiences. Yeah. yeah. I would I say that. something like don't don't get obsessed about technique mm -hmm. and try to enjoy more the dance. Try to enjoy more and Chico, try to feel more let me tell you. The journey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, because I was we were talking about this last week on the previous podcast. 
Why do you make me feel like I'm obsessed about technique? Anna? I don't make you feel like you're obsessed with it. We were just talking about this last week, and I just pointed that out. Are you obsessed with it? I see. No, I'm well, not. Well, I didn't I think you were. So, because my technique said, isn't that great. <laughs> we happened to have this conversation last week. I see. That's where you were. It sounded like, what, Chico? Okay, guys, do you want us to leave? Not. You can chat for your... <laughs> Is this a bad moment? This is a <laughs> no, moment no, no. when we're going to scream at each other and walk out of the room. Oh, no, no way. No, I think those are all amazing advices, Where, especially like going to the Milonga right away. Mm. I, uh, I think it's so crucial. Because for me, like when I started, where I started, there was no Milonga around me i was mm. taking lessons from a teacher who did all sorts of dance styles so i had no idea there was a social world of mm, tango. Yeah. It's difficult that way yeah and like so i kept wishing that oh i wish people danced this so i could go and like practice all i'm learning um so i and until i saw the milonga I wasn't in the same headspace about dance. When I saw people dancing socially, I was like, oh my God, this is what it's all about. It changed, mm. it changed your reality once you... Yeah. It's completely different. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that would be, uh, I think, our, <laughs> our yeah. advices, if we can give any. How about uh, more advanced dancers? Go to all the milonga possible. Exactly. Don't get too obsessed. Exactly. And take classes with everyone, and don't marry a tanguero. <laughs> My advice would oh, be that, that, go to. That go one to is therapy. for sure. Go to therapy. Go to therapy. Yeah. Oh, Marcelo. Why? Another one. So Another nice. advice is don't try uh, to bring your new boyfriend or girlfriend to tango. Don't force it. Oh, don't force it. No. <laughs> you go to the class and he or she can stay. <laughs> That's fine. Because you know we always see that in the in the classes. Oh, I brought. I just met him last week and I brought. I, I, I bring him, him or she to. Yes, yes. And they're immediately like. We want to dance together. This is over. And they, they start yeah. fighting, of course. Yeah, of course. So, Adam, you want to bring up the conversation we were having at the beginning of the show last week to them? I oh, can't even no, remember what we were talking about four minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> about, like, what is uh, practice? What, no, I don't want to bring we that up. Discussing? Did you want me to bring that up? Or did you want to bring that up through me? Is that why you said that? <laughs> no. I thought you brought it up and I cut you off. Maybe you were heading that way. No. no. Uh, but we could, we could discuss that. Um, not. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> Let us <laughs> know, yeah, guys. You said you have a lot of questions for yeah, Maybe we could talk about this. Um, yeah. You had a lot of questions for them, so I don't want to take away from your excitement of your questions. I don't even know where this is coming from. 
I already asked my questions. Yeah. Why, why? Okay, okay, Dana. <laughs> I didn't know that. So, guys, <laughs> last question for tonight because we told you it would be an hour and now we've already taken up so much of your time. Um, how do you guys like to practice? How? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> do you guys have any routine or you just get to we work yes. under pressure we are <laughs> we are excellent. when we know in an hour we have to perform we, we start practicing <laughs> yeah we we are excellent working under pressure and we are excellent procrastinators of many different things and one is practice <laughs> uh, we would be a hundred times better if we practice uh as a routine, but we don't. No, we no, don't no, have, no, and we, no. and, and we, you would and we, be, you would be worse because that is what makes you guys <laughs> as great as you are. You, well, you, thank you. you. Do what means, and I think you we do also... what means well to you. Like, we don't need to be here every day doing this, punching this time card. We practice. We go mm -hmm. home. We practice. No, it's like I appreciate that. Like, we go through faces. I think sometimes we we have phases where we we say okay every every day we meet at this time and we practice and then for a while is we need to not practice at all. Yeah, to and let then we start again. Yeah, so we are not very constant. Yeah, and, and I admire personally. I admire people who have that constant structure. routine, you know, and. That it's something that I always admire of, of, of that. I admire it, but no, and I'm I not. also suspect it. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> we, we, what did you didn't get? Well, right? well like, we, we can dance. You know, we, we, we can communicate through dance. What else? What are you, what are you doing? What are you going for? What, what are we missing? What, what are you? I know the best, to me, the best dancers in the world never practice. I mean, they're just amazing. And I'm not that naturally gifted, so shouldn't. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I will get that great from practicing every day, all day. Yeah. <laughs> Also, we I have think to it, say, it depends yeah. a lot the personality of the. I think so too. That's what I was going yes. to say. I think it really about each person's journey mm. is different. Mm. Of course, that's, mm. I, that, I think that's what I was saying. And also, I think, but this is just my perception and that I have with Daniela. We see each other, or we are in communication each other with each other every day. Yeah. And. Maybe also that gives us another sort of connection. Yeah, um, of course. So we know when the other one is in need of practice. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I'm, I'm clear. With or that. not practice. Okay, or, I... or to not practice, you know? It's mm -hmm. like we, I, I feel like Danny and I, we, we know each other so well in a way that we know when, when it's a good moment to practice, when it's not a good moment to practice. One mm -hmm. would be prolific to prepare something or to can i ask you try to, 
Yeah. Can I ask you this, like, because I go through this with Chico, and I, and I believe we both, Chico and I go through, like, we reached a point many years ago where we had to perform, and we would practice, and we only improvise. We don't choreograph because we never were trained to do that, so we don't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. And so we would practice before a performance, and then inevitably we would be like, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> <laughs> let's not practice before like right before the like the day of no um and now after march to what almost a year we've danced mm -hmm. 10 times 12 times we live in different states we don't see each other that often i've never felt more connected dancing especially recently like i'm almost desperate for it so when we dance i feel so connected like i feel so responsive and not just assumptive like oh yeah she's gonna do that oh yeah she's gonna respond and she used to always say like you don't actually finish your lead because you just assume i'm gonna mm -hmm. get you because we've been partners <laughs> for so long i'm curious like how your communication during this time has been and um, do you feel like you've grown a lot from not being around each other or have you been around each other? I don't know. I don't really know. I, yeah. I think we, we are very around each other all the time. Um, yes. Of course we, we but, have, but not, not as much in a, in a tango, way no like we yeah we have those classes and we are doing things together but not i don't think we are focusing on getting better uh as dancers right now no no and no. also i i sorry i i i think we are right now experiencing a, a different moment of our life we yeah. danny it's going to be a mother in a couple of months i know and, yeah. it's amazing so <laughs> I think congratulations. Uh, thank you. So the belly is in in between us right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Adam, drum roll, drum roll. Thank you, thank you. So what happened with us, oh. I think, is that we are not just uh, a dance part, a, a dance couple. We are what Chico was saying. We, I, I feel Daniela is part of my family, you know, and. It's it's the family I have here in in, in your little place. sister. Yeah, yeah my, mm -hmm. my older sister. Well, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so we are in in a very deep connection uh, every day. You know, we talk each other. Even I don't think it happened one day that we don't at least text each other text. something. Yeah, you know, no, we're the same. Like, you know, yeah. it could be like. How much sugar do you put to the recipe? <laughs> or it could be like, That's right. did, you, did we receive a payment? You know, so that could be. Or I'm comment. in the bathroom. And generally, Chico just texts me, doing? hey, good morning. <laughs> so yeah. the connection is there for us. I, I, it doesn't matter if it's dancing or not dancing. I think we, we are connected. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm 
I am amazing. A, a person who got into tango because I didn't have a lot of connection. I, we need to end the show soon, so I'm not going to go through deep, but like, um, <laughs> don't ramble. Like, I got a lot of connection through tango communally. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. yeah. especially having a partner for the whole time. And so I don't really give a shit about technique. I mean, I try to work on it and, you know, but I've personally, I've always been attracted to the ugly of art. Um, hmm. And I'm not trying to say you guys are like that or that in any way, but I just want to say, like, I appreciate your um, honesty being here with us and sharing, uh, you know, your your journey and there's i'm sure there's been ins and outs and ups and downs but um you know i think we relate on that we share the same commitment to community and to um connection to being with somebody that we can care about you know so yeah definitely Drum roll. It's awkward silence. <laughs> yeah, I think we all... There we go. Hell. You make... Guys, you make me feel bad because I love practicing. I am like a geek. I could be just practicing. <laughs> well, don't but feel that's bad. that's the beauty that's of great. this. I think... Like, no, I, I admire that. And exactly. I think I think I have like moments where I am very disciplined, and then moments that I'm not. And so it's everybody is their own personality, and that's why I think everybody has their own dance and their own way of growing in this. And I think it's great. We and that's why also some you. some couples work, and some other couples they do not work in in long term, right? It's because there are different needs. And imagine if I am uh, an obsessed of practicing and Daniela is not. And I, I don't think we, we, but I we think would that have gone too far. Being in a tango coupleship is very much like being in a relationship in the physical form or however you want to put it. Like you compromise your needs and you compromise your expectations. If you're all about yourself, you you're not going to be in a long-term relationship, regardless of mm-hmm. it's tango or whatever, you know. Yeah. And you're always going to be struggling to find it, and then it becomes a loop, and then as you get older, the loop becomes a reality, and then this is just a domino. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. And it's important, I think, like you guys and Chico and I realized at a young, young, very young age, like. This is somebody I can trust and respect and be with and grow with. And we'll have our ups and downs, but yes, uh-huh. we can come back to this rock. It's a foundation, you know, and that's absolutely. So I'm going to go back to Marcelo for a second. Marcelo, you practice every day? I know I came back to, to practice. Uh, not every day, but twice a week, and, and I, I, I love it. It's so much fun. That's great, though. 
If only the we weeks also... were two days long, you would practice every day a week. <laughs> Hi, you guys. Hey, Carol. Oh, oh Carol. Hey, hey Carol. Hi, hi. Hey. We, we've abducted so much of your time. If you want to go, you're free. <laughs> we appreciate you being here. <laughs> okay, bye. Yeah, guys, we thought, we thought it ends at 10.30 because they put a limit on and us. I complained but and I complained. that limit is that. off. So, anywho, yeah. if you want to go, you're more than free to <laughs> yeah guys we're we're gonna wrap up soon. i want to say hey it was also. very fun yeah guys yeah. thank you for the invitation oh thank you pleasure thank you it's but always uh, want... fun to just talk with you guys yeah it's always you too you too and carol is here she joins us often as well and we love it it's been great to connect <laughs> Hello, i just realized Carl. i was like waving and i realized oh i'm not on zoom i'm waving you back i'm waving yeah. you back so so you guys you do this like they were saying before you do this uh cooking thing when is your next one are you gonna have one soon I don't think we're going to have anyone scheduled yet, but I oh. think something's going to happen maybe in February. We're going to play something. Yes, at, at yes. some point in February, I think we are going to do something like that. Nice. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. For that, do you guys like give out the recipe of what you're going to cook? We so do if anyone whole... else wants to cook at the same time what you're yeah. cooking? Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Usually what we do, it's a whole cooking show. We teach what we, what, how to do it. Uh, we give the recipe. So it's... But do you give the recipe ahead of time? Uh, beforehand? So buy no. Uh, no. Ingredients we, if they We thought it about it, but usually what we say is we are going to be doing this or that kind of thing, but it's more the surprise of what we do in the moment. Yeah. I see. I see. Cool. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. Like, for it's example... Really... Uh, when was it last one week before Christmas? We did a uh, special Christmas edition of what are the typical plates and dishes that we eat in Christmas. Oh, you know? that was very fun! Yeah, because asado, no, <laughs> uh, we did all not in our families, <laughs> not, not in my family either. I, I wish we because Christmas for us falls in midsummer, you know, so the whole menu it's different than here so we we were showing some of those typical recipes that we have for christmas we did vitel toné which is if I, if i have do you know what vitel toné is guys no do you want to be discussed yeah yeah, yeah tell us vitel toné it's a it's an italian recipe we adapted a bit in in argentina and it's veal in tuna sauce. Mm. It sounds ew. Yeah, yeah it sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, hey, it's hey, some respect. <laughs> it's delicious. Don't forget the anchovies. I love mixing. Yeah, it has, it has anchovies. It's, what? It's, it's wow. a whole yeah. <laughs> and me and Chico were like, what? <laughs> Well, this was, this was my first reaction to an anchovies pizza as well, but now I love that stuff. Oh, I hate mm -hmm. it. Oh, <laughs> there, there, there you go. I have somebody in the in the com in the chat saying vitello tonato. That's a, very good. That's the origin of the recipe, and we adapted and and also it's 
pouring on mayonnaise. So oh, it's, it's mayonnaise. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> but it's really good. In, in Christmas here, guys, we eat a lot of mayonnaise. Really? Yeah, man. Well, every, everything has mayonnaise. Really? If has, yeah. If it has no mayonnaise, so it's, not, it's not Christmas. Whoa! That, I have to remember that. If it, if there's no mayonnaise, That's it's hilarious. Yeah. You want to do a Christmas dish? Put a mayonnaise. Mm. That's how we eat it. Every so meal just my house eat is mayo. Christmas. I'm gonna put mayo on my <laughs> eggs for Christmas food. Oh, guys. that's the best. <laughs> Disgusting to me. No, you gotta mix the mayo with some lemon and salt, like a Japanese mayo, like a Q-Pie. Oh, oh I love good. Q-Pie. Oh, shit. Yeah, see, Hernan gets it. You, mm-hmm. you, you, you stroke the uh, eggs with some soy sauce and sugar and some mm-hmm. water, and then you fold them, and then you add that fucking Q-Pie. Oh, yeah. I, I can put that isn't on there, everything. Isn't there already <laughs> eggs in mayonnaise, though? Yeah, yes. loads. You just get your lemon? protein in. You know? Carol, yes. you're going to grow three sizes. Want... <laughs> I've already grown three sizes since the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, aren't we all? I doubt it, Carol. Oh, I would love to see a pop, Carol. <laughs> Carol, three sizes bigger is one inch more. <laughs> I want to see. It. I want to put a little ass on that, Carol. Uh, all right, guys. All right, thank you very well, much for the invite. Thank you so much. so much. That was really fun. What a pleasure! And please let us know about the cooking and chatting. I would love to attend. Yeah, me too. I'd love to go. Yeah. 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 We will. We will. We will. Cool. Fantastic. All right. Okay, have everyone have a, uh, have good, a good night. night. Keep on celebrating. I think today it was a day to celebrate. And yes. Uh, thank you guys for the invitation. Thank you for thank you guys spending for your hour and a half with us. Awesome tonight. to have you, Daniela. Thank, thank you for coming. Congratulations. Mayonnaise. I will search for your name. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Marcelo. And Merci, Carol. Merci, bye. Bye. Bye, Bye. guys. Thank you. Good night. Good night. You have a good night song for us, Adam? Nope. (laughs) They're kicking us out. Perfect. Let's ask Arnan what he wants to hear at the end of the show if he hasn't. Well, I have to uh, find it, download it. That's true. Oh, wait. But you know, Chico, I want to ask true. you something. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking? Because I'm not hearing anything. He's thinking. One moment. He's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big, that was a big pause. Like, gets me. Yeah. It gets me so well. <laughs> Guys, in the meantime that Adam is, is, is thinking, this Friday I go my, to per, my first milonga of, of the year. Buenos Aires has, has a protocol of milonga, and they invite me for a birthday, so I need to reserve, I need to do all the, the paperwork, and then I need to, to, to go. Wow. I'm, I'm so what's, nervous. I feel like it's my first milonga. The, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Hold on. What's the paperwork? Uh, you need to, uh, for the goal, I mean, uh, it's a milonga that has the authorization of the city, and it has a limited space. In order to assist, you need to 
uh, present a declaration jurada is like a paper saying that you didn't have, you don't have any kind of COVID. symptoms, that you were not exposed to anybody with COVID, and, and for X amount of time you were uh, isolated. So all everybody who assists to that place need to follow this paperwork because it will uh, be like, like I don't think like in a, in Grisel. Remember Grisel, the Milova Grisel? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It will it will be like twenty people. Uh, in the specific tables that this group of friends so wow. they don't exchange couples they don't they, it's just this group of people who came and with social distancing uh, I will to just get a visa to go to the milonga basically in one of these kind of so <laughs> I will just I won't dance with anybody because I don't know I know the friends and I know they were taking care of themselves but I don't want to like just jump and dance with anybody so I will just yeah. see it drink some wine and check out how the people is doing and 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 I, I'm thinking what to dress it's the Friday so I am like so nervous <laughs> I know what you will dress <laughs> your bright shirts <laughs> so uh, I, I will next 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 weekend I will and uh, next week I will I will give you an adventure in the Milonga to All see right. can't wait so, Adam, what were you going to ask? Are you still thinking? I'm so thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you ask me tomorrow? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Unless you want to ask it now. No, I'm just going to play this song and let us go. Ah. Guys, yeah. such a pleasure to be with you. See you next week. Talk to me you too. next week. Thanks for being with us. My pleasure. Next week I will bring I will, I will earlier, I promise. See you everybody. Have a nice weekend, everybody. Thanks. Good night, Cheeky. Good night.